Hey, what's up? It's Frank here from datadriven.tv, the podcast where we explore the emerging fields of data science, machine learning, and artificial intelligence. So uh, the, recently this has been in the news, actually about a week ago this was in the news, that Amazon had committed to retrain about a third of its employees. Um, why this is a big deal? Well, it's no secret that Amazon is working on automating as much as they possibly can. That's kind of their MO, and that's how they uh, optimize their costs. And the goal is, uh, I believe, to have more significant automation in their warehouses. Now, what this is going to do, this is going to reduce the need for employees. And they know kind of that the job storm is coming. I think we all kind of know, but I think they really know. I think given that um, they're in the business of retail and kind of warehouse and uh, really optimizing, their real business is not retail. Their real business is not cloud. Their real business is logistics. I mean, I know they're a competitor and all for my current employer, but, you know, you have to respect what they've done for logistics in terms of optimizing every little thing. And they know, they probably can project how many jobs are going to be lost to automation at some point and in the near future. And they know uh, that the political blowback from that is going to be enormous if they don't offer retraining programs, uh, which I think is particularly generous. And is it philanthropic? Is, is it altru altruism? I don't know. Uh, but the, one of the things that's really struck me is I've been listening to Titan, which is basically the biography of John D. Rockefeller. John D. Rockefeller is someone who was the richest American, probably who ever lived. I think adjusted for today's dollars, he'd probably be a trillionaire. Um, very fascinating story. I grew up uh, in and around New York City and uh, Bayonne, actually. Spent m much of my formative years in Bayonne, New Jersey, which um, was essentially a resort kind of shore town, if you will. Anyway, it was a vacation place for the uh, elites of New York City until it became a refinery town by Standard Oil. So he was always kind of vilified, and he's actually a much more complicated character than um, than I could justify. But that book is awesome. Um, about halfway through it, maybe two-thirds through it. It's a 35-hour audiobook. I mean, so it's a commitment. And it's totally going to mess with my goal of, like, you know, you know, reading uh, so many books per month. But it's a big one. It's 35 hours. It, it's very fascinating from his, his origins um, to his rise. Right now, I'm kind of uh, in that um, he made all his money, and he's kind of, like, at the peak of his uh, um, power. But he's starting to retire, and he has a lot of kind of pressure around him. But one of the things that's very interesting is that he optimized everything to the point of obsession, honestly. And if you look at today's equivalence of that, you could argue that Jeff Bezos is the John Rockefeller of our day. Certainly he um, he's accused, certainly, of running a monopoly. He certainly has altered retail as we know it. And um, as someone who, I, you know, I, was, I, I don't know if I ever shared this, but I was the first webmaster at barnesandnoble.com, uh, or actually it was still Barnes & Noble proper, but before it spun off to a separate company. So I've competed with him before, and um, he's a tough cookie. And it's just fascinating. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of parallels. Um, and, and I suspect that, you know, 100 years from now, we'll look back at him um, in kind of the same vein we look back at Rockefeller. Yeah, I think it's an interesting thing, and I, I can't recommend this book enough really good stuff. It's, it's a great, it's an interesting listen. I actually can't put it down um, when they talk about his, uh, his childhood. His childhood was interesting. He did not come from money. His father was kind of a, one of those uh, guys that would um, 
you know, kind of like a flim flim flam man who would sell weird medicines in the back of a truck or a wagon, as the case may be, across um, rural areas in the the United States. Fascinating story, and his relationship with his father was very weird and just craziness. But I highly recommend it if you don't already have an Audible subscription. If you do have an Audible subscription, I highly recommend it. Um, use one of your credits for that. If you don't have an Audible subscription, listeners of our show can go to thedatadrivenbook.com. You'll be routed to an Audible page, and you get one free audiobook. And um, you know we get a little kickback if you sign up for a subscription. So help support the show. Help us do some interesting things. Uh, speaking of supporting the show, I've got my uh, Data is the New Oil shirt. Uh, if you go to datadriven.tv, I think it's called gear or T-shirts. I forget what I what I called it. Shame on me, I should know that. But we actually, um, you can buy this shirt and a couple other designs. Also help support the show. Um, Next week starts season three. Yes, we are going to be recording uh, kind of fast and furiously. Andy and I do have a special project that hopefully we will announce Monday or Tuesday. Um, And we're going to have a special deal for data-driven listeners. So, So stay tuned for that and some other big announcements coming next week. So with that, you have a great day.